Welcome to the Spirit Led Sisters Heart and Honey Podcast. My name is Lydia, known as Heart. I am a sound healing medium, a somatic healer, and intuitive teacher. And I am Amber, known as Honey. I am a psychic medium, angel healer, and trauma healer. Our goal in this podcast is to bring you the tips, tricks, and tools that you need to uplevel your life and to allow you to take aligned action for your soul's highest and greatest good. Each week, join us for new content focusing on the ins and outs of your energy body and how to elevate your vibration. Hi, and welcome to today's episode, Being Present Through Meditation. Amber, when was the very first time that you can consciously think about yourself meditating? How old were you when you learned about meditation? I don't think I actually learned about meditation until I was in my early 20s, as strange as that sounds. Uh, I recall going to a yoga class and everything very, being very intentional. And that's when I discovered truly what meditation was. I think throughout my life, I had done forms of meditation without realizing that that's what it was. And, you know, meditation for me, it looks different than it does for other people. And people think that you have to sit in your, your cross-legged position with your eyes closed and sitting with your back stiff straight and, or lying comfortably on the floor. Uh, and that's not at all true. There are many, many different forms of meditation, but I was first introduced to it in a yoga class and it was more in the, the vinyasa portion of the class, which is at the very end where you're lying still and you are stepping into that moment that you have just completed this class and you're, you're giving gratitude back to your body for all of the hard work that it's done. And you're thinking of just kind of life in general. So that was my first experience with meditation. It's shifted over the years. Uh, Lydia, what are some ways that you can look back on meditation or maybe when did it start for you? So it also started in my early 20s, and I have this very big moment in my life when I first learned about the importance for me of taking that time and being intentional about not thinking, essentially, because I am type A personality. I'm always thinking, always going, and so I need this, right? And I didn't realize that I needed it until, so it was a Thanksgiving, and I can't exactly remember what year, but I was about 24, 23, 24, and we went to Florida with all the family, and it was supposed to be sunny, but there was this one day when it rained, and so my cousins and I decided that we were going to go to the tanning bed, and I had never been tanning before. This was my first experience tanning, and I just remember sitting in this hot, it looks like a coffin, right? And it's like this machine that's heating up and I'm inside of it and it's so tiny. And I had a little bit of claustrophobia, but the thing that I remember the most is just like, okay, well, I need to listen to music. Wait, I can't. I'm here by myself in this little box that's heating. And (laughs) it forced me to slow down. And I know it was only like 10 to 15 minutes, but it felt like an eternity because up until that point in my life, I had just filled 
up my time. You know, if I was by myself, I would listen to a podcast or I would listen to music. And so that was the moment when I realized that I had a lot of mental clutter going on and to the point where it made me very uncomfortable. And that uncomfortableness made me realize that it was necessary. It's sort of like when you live your whole life in this house without lights and then all of a sudden you have lights and you have a flashlight and you like see, you know, the mess and that awareness caused me to dive more deeply into, okay, what can I do? You know, and that's when I started looking into meditation and I started learning about different ways to meditate. There are lots, like Amber said, there are lots of different ways to meditate. The most important part about meditation is that when you're going into it, you are consciously making a decision of like, I'm going to take this time and devote it to my healing essentially. And um, like some people gravitate more towards the meditations where someone's talking in the background, leading you through connecting you with your body, because so many times we can kind of go through life and we forget how like multifaceted we are as human beings. And so just connecting us back to our body and, There's another type of meditation where people talk to you, you know, as you're doing it and leading you to cultivating feelings, feelings of compassion or feelings of joy or whatever it is that you need in that moment. I mean, there are so many different types Um, and there are also healing meditations. The realm of meditations that Amber and I do, they fall more into that realm of helping people to heal. Yes. There's one thing for sure for the longest time, I was not able to quote unquote meditate as society kind of puts out this imagery of what it's supposed to be. And I would have to listen to guided meditations where I would have to listen to someone telling me what to view, you know, whether it's take yourself to the beach or take yourself to wherever the mountains, whatever, you know, safe place that you can find. And I, I would get so frustrated because I would think I'm doing this wrong. There's no way that this is a form of meditation. Like this isn't what it says, or this isn't what it looks like when you see all the Zen pictures and different things like that. And I would get really frustrated. And then I would stop and I was like, this is not working. Uh, but what I realized is that, you know, my way of meditating just looked very different. And, you know, whether it was trail running through the woods, uh, you know, I would go out and run several miles in the woods up and down hills with zero music. I would not listen to music. I would just take in the sounds of nature. And I realized over time, again, like you were saying, like how much mental clutter I had and just being out and being able to just allow that clutter to go away is a form of meditation. And it's amazing how much clarity you gain when you just allow the things to just, when you just think them through and then you don't really, what is the word I'm looking for here? You don't judge yourself for the things that you're thinking, but you just embrace it and you say, okay, this is a thought and now I'm going to let it go. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that our society is filled with, with so much clutter. You know, there are so many things that we want to get done and that we are constantly thinking about and trying to juggle and it can be overwhelming, but it is important to be in the now and be in that present moment and 
you know, like gardening for me is another thing. I know that we've talked about this in a couple of other podcasts, but like being outside in general and just having my hands in the dirt or having my feet on the actual ground is, is such a, a meditative experience for me. So. And I think that there are some people who are perfectionists like Amber and myself, and it's important to realize when you go into meditation that the goal of the meditation isn't to constantly follow the person like 100%, right? The goal is to be aware and also to bring in so much compassion when you realize that you're like drifting, right? And to bring yourself back because this is, this is the actual goal of the meditation is to have that awareness. So to realize you know, when you are drifting from the person's voice and, or when you have these thoughts that are arising and it's not necessarily like grabbing a hold of those thoughts and saying, you don't belong, which is so funny because that this is one of the ways that meditation has helped me so much is I tend to be critical of these thoughts. Like they come up and I am like, I want to make sure that I completely separate them from me and understand like, you know, these thoughts are not even my thoughts, but I go, I take it a step forward. And during meditation, I catch myself like almost attacking the thought, like go away. You don't belong here, you know, but the point of meditation is to let go of any judgment that you have towards thoughts that arise and just be aware, bring in awareness around them. And as you're aware of the thoughts that you have, it almost it like takes away their power. And another thing that happens is you do start seeing the difference between you, your soul, and these thoughts that are all around, right? And when, when you do have that awareness, then there's a separation between you and that thought. And that also completely takes away the power from the thought. And one thing that I've noticed with meditating on a regular basis is that I am more present whenever I'm with people. Um, because whereas before I would have a hard time kind of, you know, keeping my, my thoughts with them as they're talking, I'm thinking about how I want to respond rather than actually like listening to them. But because I practice this, you know, day in and day out in meditation of keeping my thoughts on that person, it has helped me in my daily life when it comes to whether it be with my clients or with my husband or with my friends, whatever, like having conversations and actually being more present. Now I'm saying this, and I'm not saying that I'm perfect at this. I still find myself all the time, like come back to the present Lydia. Right. But it has helped me immensely. It has helped me. It's just like anything, like the more that you train your um, ability in this way, the better it's going to get. Absolutely. You know, they're, they're, many, many, many different types of meditation. There is breath work. There again is the guided meditation. There is silent meditation. Um, there's nature meditation. There is literally soaking in the bath meditation. You know, there's all forms of, of different types. And so, you know, it's not a one size, you know, it, it is a one size fits all. It's a matter of finding what resonates with you and your, your, your brain type, your body type, your mental type, all of these different things, um, you know, so I think it's important to maybe experiment with different styles of meditation to see what works best for you. And as you continue to meditate and as you continue to grow uh, spiritually and heal spiritually and become, you know, more in the present moment, 
you realize what works best for you and, you know, just try it out. You know, like Lydia was saying earlier, she and I both, uh, when we are doing meditations for our clients, it's kind of a, a dual thing because we incorporate the angels and we, you know, we work with the angels. And so one of us is doing healing while the person is meditating. So, you know, one of us may be guiding the meditation and then the other person is, is actively working with the angels to heal the, the body. So, you know, that's another type of meditation. Uh, I know that there are, there are specific meditations that you can look up. You know, if you have high anxiety, you can go to YouTube or you can go to even our website, or you can go anywhere that you feel led to go to. And you can search for guided meditation for anxiety or, you know, meditations for anxiety or sound healing. So sound healing is also another type of meditation. You know, uh, there, there are many, 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 places to, to find, uh, meditations. If you don't feel that you can sit and meditate like the traditional picture of meditating. There are also lots of walk meditations. So you can find guided meditations that you do that were created specifically for you to walk and listen to, which is pretty cool. Um, and another way that I meditate is driving. And we've had this conversation before actually recently, Amber, but I don't drive anymore here in Paraguay because we don't own a car here. Um, but that is a way that I meditated, um, you know, just driving down the road and clearing my thoughts and then just seeing what came to my mind. I miss driving. <laughs> well, if you come back to the States, I will let you drive my car. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm going to take you up on that for sure. One of my favorite meditations is a Wim Hof breathing meditation. And it's more in the realm of breath work. And it is a meditation. It's just more involved, if you will. You use your breath as you are releasing and focusing um, your attention on your healing, right? I love that meditation. You can find that on YouTube. Just search Wim Hof breathing and there are lots of different styles, but I would suggest if you're starting out to go with the beginner one. Um, another favorite of mine when it comes to meditation is I love just playing music in the background and letting my mind drift. A lot of times I'll visualize being at the beach and I visualize an angel coming to me and giving me a message. And as I'm walking on the beach in my mind's eye, I can feel my energy flowing and I can feel energies that do not serve me anymore flowing through my feet and going out into the sand and um, into mother earth. And this is such a peaceful meditation for me. Wayne Dyer has a subliminal that you can find on YouTube or Spotify, wherever. And um, it is him saying, I am that I am, but it's very, very high pitched. So you can't actually hear it. It just sounds like music. And the I am statement connects us to heaven and it connects us to our creation side. So as you're listening to this, you can visualize what you want to bring into your future. And I love meditating. Almost every day I meditate with this one song and I just let myself drift away and bring in whatever it is that I want to bring in that day. Or, you know, if I feel like I really need to meditate on some specific thing in my future, then I'll do that with that song. 
yeah, subliminals are, are a good thing to use. Uh, there's another one that I like to use all of the time, um, to it's by beautiful chorus and it's, you know, they're like many mantras where they're just saying the same thing over and over. And it kind of retrains your, your mind to embrace those I am statements. Uh, I think that there's one, it's like, I'm a being of love and it's just on repeat for like seven or eight minutes. And, you know, you just feel uplifted after you listen to uh, things that are nurturing to your soul and at, you know, meditating and breathing and just being in that present moment are nurturing to the soul. So it's, it is important to take the time out and listen to your body. You know, you can ask questions before you go in and set your intention for your meditation and, and inquire, you know, Hey, I would like clarity on X, Y, or Z or I am looking for an answer for this. And you may get it during your meditation or you may get it after your meditation, but it is about clearing your mind and allowing the things to come in that are intended to come in. Uh, you know, society has a way of almost brainwashing us and making us think that, you know, we have to have this certain style of clothing or this certain car or this certain house or, you know, you have to have all of these things to fit into this category. And so it creates undue stress on the body, undue stress on the mind. And then of course that exacerbates any anxiety or depression that people may be going through at the moment. And even if you're not dealing with all of that, even if you don't even care about what society says, or, you know, you, you don't have limiting beliefs around that, it's still a really good practice to, be at one with yourself and know yourself for who you are because nobody else knows you like you do. And you know, what better way to feed your soul than to give it the opportunity to let go of the things that don't serve you to your highest and greatest good. And that is what meditation does. It allows you to kind of, you know, feed your body. Uh, so, yeah. Absolutely. And for those of you who are also impasse meditation is such a good tool to use because it allows you to have that space where you are making sure that you're letting go of other people's energy and making sure that you are back in your own energy again. And this for me has been so transformational. It has allowed me to be able to be myself, you know, especially after hanging out with a lot of people and then making that space on a regular basis to come back to me and to let go of, you know, all the other energies that, um, have attached to me throughout the day or the week. Yes. It's good to have some form of practice, but you know, it's, it's, it's also a good thing to make note of that, you know, you don't have to beat yourself up if it's something that you don't do every single day. Some people only meditate when they feel that they need a reset some people are very religious and some people wake up really early in the morning. Some people do it before they go to bed there, you know, there's no right or wrong when it comes to meditation. And I think that that's one, if, if you don't hear anything else from this podcast, it's hearing that is that there is no right or wrong way to do meditation. You can create your own way if you want to, but if it brings your peace and your mind um, if it, if it brings peace to your mind and your body can correct that, uh, then 
that's, that's all that, that you need because that's what you're seeking. You're seeking peace. You're seeking, you know, this, this present moment, you're, you're trying to find that, that just way of just being and being at one with yourself and, and honoring yourself and loving yourself for who you are and embracing who you are with love and compassion. Maybe you already know what that one way that you meditate best is, and maybe you don't. And if you don't, then definitely taking that time. And like Amber said, there is no one right way, right? Every single person is so different and we all need different things. And even for me, like I need different things every day. Like I don't use the same meditation on a regular basis. I change it up depending on how I I'm feeling and what I need for that day. So I think it's just like finding the way that works for you um, and bringing in so much grace in those moments when you wanted to meditate and it didn't happen. Like that's totally okay. That's 100% okay. Like meditation is going to be there for you tomorrow, you know? Yeah. You know, another thing is, is like, you don't have to sit and meditate for hours on end. Uh, you could, you could meditate for five minutes. You could meditate for two minutes. You could meditate for 30 minutes or 45 minutes. It really does not matter. It is the intention that is behind it and understanding that, you know, judging yourself for the amount of time that you have is counterproductive. And just, you know, again, if you have two minutes, two minutes is better than none. It's interesting because recently, Amber, you and I have been looking more deeply into our human design charts and just learning about like me learning about what works for me and you learning about what works for you. And like, I need routine. Like that's really important for me. And you're the opposite in, in a certain area. Like when it comes to like kind of that day to day, right? Like you need variety. And so I think you know, that comes into play when it comes to meditation. For me, it's important that I have, you know, a structured time when I do it. My husband's the same as you, Amber. He, mm -hmm. it works much better for him to be, to have that flexibility and that openness. And um, so again, just underlining that everyone needs different things and being really aware of that when you're looking to find what it is that your soul needs. 1000%. I think it, it is really interesting, like, you know, working with you a lot of different ways, uh, or in a lot of different ways where, you know, you definitely have the structure. And although I'm very organized, I, I could just do something on a whim and it'd be, you know, just as good as if I'd spent three weeks working on it. Like, that's just, that's just how I am. Um, that's not really has, that doesn't have really have anything to do with meditation, but you know, you can think of meditation in the same light that, you know, some people do need that structure and some people do need to have that routine of doing it every single day or on, you know, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you know, they have to have their set schedule. Uh, but I, you know, I, I find it really cool, at least for me to, you know, randomly be sitting at home and just say, you know, I think I'm just going to go meditate for like 20 minutes or, <laughs> you know, it's, it is very random. Like it's, it isn't something that I do every single day intentionally where I'm sitting down and I am quieting my mind. I do some form of meditation daily, uh, but intentional meditation, I, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sporadic with. Mm -hmm. 
And even that, what you just said about like, oh, I think I'm going to go and meditate for a little while. I want to clarify that, that that has come because you are in tune with what your body needs. Not everyone knows that. Not everyone has that awareness yet right and that's okay if you don't if you're like i don't have those feelings well that's totally okay like it takes time for you it's sort of like you know when you start eating more of a healthy like physical diet and then you're like oh i don't need this anymore you know like you become extra aware of what you do need and what you don't need and i think that 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 in itself amber shows that you have that um like you've been doing this for a long enough time that you know when it is something that you need. Yes. I would agree with that. I'd never really thought about it that way, but thank you for calling that to light. <laughs> You're welcome. We would love to hear how you meditate or maybe how you came into meditation or even if you're not meditating, how you wish to get started. You know how to reach us on Instagram and Facebook. And we look forward to hearing you until next week. Thank you for joining the Heart and Honey podcast. We have thoroughly enjoyed having you here today. And we hope that you've gained the clarity that you need to up-level your life. You can join us each Monday for Musings with Heart and Honey. And if you're not following us on social media, hop on over to Instagram and follow us for more healing tips and tricks at Spirit Led Sisters. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with us by leaving a review on iTunes or take a screenshot of this episode and share it on Instagram. We'll see you next time on Heart and Honey.